Welcome to Any Way You Want It. I'm your host, Kaylin McDuff. I'm an LA-based coach for women who want to create lives based on desire. Here on the show, we like to have real conversations about sex, relationships, and life through talks with everyday people, experts, friends, and everything in between, I give you a plethora of options, different relationship models, new mindsets, perspectives, and paradigms. Listen for what sounds interesting to you and follow that. This is just the beginning of you having a life designed entirely from the specificity of your desire. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Any Way You Want It. Um, I have a very, very special episode for you today. Um, I am joined by my really good friend, Alex Terranova. Hi, Alex. I feel like I'm on one of those like <laughs> naughty late night radio shows that we used to have like in the eighties and nineties where it was like, you called in and like, you're like, my boyfriend is like not doing, or my girlfriend. And then they <laughs> apparently they were experts and would give you advice. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, yeah. That's pretty much what this is, Alex. Um, <laughs> you're more I, of an expert though than the DJs were. I'm more what? You're much more of an expert than the DJ. I'm, mu- I'm much more of an expert. I'm probably more attractive too. So, <laughs> you know, really, really coming out ahead on this one. Um, well, welcome. It is, uh, it's, you know, it was only a matter of time before you snuck your way onto my podcast. I mean, um, I was, I've been like kind of offended for a long time <laughs> that I wasn't asked to be here. It's, you know, it's, it's actually been really hard to be like, what, th- this guy, this guy, this guy. I felt okay. like I'm on like one of those dating shows and you were like picking <laughs> all the other guys to go on ah! EIP dates with. And I'm like, what, what's me? what, what am I not? Totally. Oh my gosh. You know, I actually love this because I think this is good for everybody to hear because I respond to desire, like really pure, true desire, right? And I can like, with the kind of desire that I can just feel in my body. And so I knew, like, I just had this inner knowing that there was going to be a moment where you would be on my show, right? And now it's like, we have the most resonant reason for you to come on the show. And that is like, that is how desire works. So thank you for your patience. And, you know, you always energetically had a spot on the show, Alex. <laughs> I like the, I like an invitation. I'm not going to lie. Like, I, I like know. An but I, you know me, I'm also not afraid to ask for what I want. Exactly. I and that's, I go get it. Right. And that is, um, that's, uh, that's, that's what we're here to talk about desire. So, um, well, we want to get into it here in a moment. Um, but first, um, I'm just going to tell my listeners about who you are. Um, so Alex is, uh, is known as the ant. Well, he was dubbed the anti-excuses coach by Yahoo finance. Um, he is also a podcaster like me, um, he runs the dream Mason podcast and don't you have another one too, right? Yeah, it's, it would probably people from your audience would probably dig my other one a lot more, which is the frequency shifter show. It's all about energy yeah. and like all the unseen stuff in the universe. Love, 
Love that. So multiple podcasts. He's the father of multiple podcasts. And, <laughs> um, and you know, the thing I love about you is you call yourself a recovering asshole. <laughs> it's not, not true. <laughs> Which just, <laughs> make, first of all, makes me giggle. But also, like, no shit, no kidding. You know, I, um, I, I met you when you were going through that. And, um, and so I know like the depths and the trenches that you have had to go through to create and have what you have. You know, yeah, you me, like at the beginning when I was still raising my hand, like, hi, I'm Alex. <laughs> and I'm an asshole. Um, for people listening, it wasn't that was, yeah. we were not in an AA meeting. Um, but <laughs> Yeah, you, I mean, you met me right at the be like three months into, hey, I don't want right. to be like, I don't want to be like this anymore. I didn't know what I wanted to be like. I just yeah. knew I didn't want to be like the way it was going. And I think it's like important to say like, hey, I wasn't, I wasn't like murdering people or like assaulting people or <laughs> right. like, I had no people tied up in my basement, right? Like I wasn't like a whole, right? I was just a jerk. I, and I was, yeah. I was self-centered and I was ego driven and it was all vanity. And it was like, I was really self-conscious and I was really, didn't yeah. really like who I was, but instead of having to deal with the judgment I had with myself, right. I would just project it outward on everywhere on everyone mm -hmm. else. Totally, totally. Well, and to, to let all of you listeners in. So Alex and I met, um, when we first became coaches, we met in a hotel basement at the accomplishment coaching coach training program. <laughs> I'm like hotel basement could sound kind of hot, but like no. not when you, <laughs> <laughs> not when you attach it to, uh, a professional coach training program. Um, but yeah, so we started our journey as um, as coaches together. And I just, my memory of Alex was like, well, first of all, I was this like terrified corporate woman uh, who was just, I mean, just like swimming, trying to not suffocate in life. Like that is what it felt like at the time. So overwhelmed, couldn't feel my body. Um, and didn't actually know how to create vulnerability in relationship and had no idea about my power. And so here I am looking across this room of like 24 people and I see Alex and um, all I see is just a very angry, very dark man that I'm terrified of. <laughs> you were you were like a scared spastic little kitty. And now we could say you're like a tigress. Um, yeah. And yeah, I was, I, I mean, I don't, I never related to myself as scary. Like that was not, yeah. mm -hmm. but, and I think it depended on who you were, right? Some people could see it right through my bullshit and, and yeah, totally. had your own stuff, right. was just like, I was everything yeah. scary. You know, I had, yeah. Rings. You love my rings and my tattoos and, you know, backwards uh -huh. baseball hats and hoodies all the things. Well, and, you know, thinking about it now, you just had so much approval for your darkness. And at that time, right now, I just freaking love my darkness. I'm like, that's where I want to live. But at the time I, I didn't know, I didn't know anything about navigating that world or that part of me. And so to see such a clear example of that standing right in front of me was so confronting. Yeah, that's really well said. I never even thought about it like that because my darkness kind of ran me, right? Like it it yeah. was in charge then. And so 
to your point, you've now empowered your darkness. So it's not in charge. You give it, you have it, like you give it the freedom to, to, to play in a way in which it empowers the life you want. But I was essentially having it run my life, which some aspects were really fun. And then there were other times that it was creating big messes, but I actually, and to, to, to kind of play with that, like I had no access to heart, right. I had no access. It was there. People knew you, it didn't take long to meet me to go, Oh, he's actually like a nice guy, but it was really buried and walled off. And if to get what I wanted, I didn't think I could use that. I thought only the darkness, which I didn't call it that then it was just like, that was access to the things I wanted, which obviously it was not at the time. Yeah, totally. Totally. Ah, Well, I'm just, I just want to bask in that for a moment. I don't think I'll ever get tired of uh, telling the story of the beginning of our relationship. It's, (laughs) it will never not be meaningful and entertaining to me. And I I mean, we've, we joke about this all the time, but I remember being like standing in front of the room and the leader of the program, Mm -hmm. like basically saying, Hey, how many of the women in this room would like get with this? Oh yeah. And it was kind of like, almost all the like 30 something, like early 30 something women, like women that were like at that point where they're like, I'm looking for something late twenties, early thirties were like, no way. Fuck no. I know what that is. And like, that's a disaster that that's going to come into my life and ruin it. Right. And, um, and then there was like the older ladies (laughs) that were right. They were like, you said it's like they saw through it which was which would make yeah. sense right they've they've had a lot more experience with all different kinds of men and they all went on but the older ladies were like oh he's adorable he's so cute and oh they just like God. brushed off and I remember that to to this day as like that's so funny because I still actually experience that where mm-hmm. like younger women I get often not like you know like women my age and a little younger I often get like reflected back to me you're really intimidating mm. and and older women are just like, oh my God, he's adorable. And I'm like, the like teddy a teddy bear, like a puppy. Like, what, what do you mean I'm adorable? <laughs> oh gosh. That's so, oh, wow. I love that. Yeah. That's fascinating. Well, we are here for a very special reason today. And like I, like I mentioned earlier, you know, Alex has this desire that I am just backing the fuck out of. And so I want to use the show today (laughs) to (laughs) unpack this desire, hear more about it, hear what the deal is with it. Um, and, and also to just, um, to really you, I want to use this as a model of what is possible when you get in touch with your desire. So Alex, tell the people what the (laughs) hell I am talking about. I'm going to give them like some moments of backstory so they understand. But basically for, for almost all of my life, I juggled I love being in relationships. And then I would like love being single and I would do this dance, right? The grass was always greener. And up until I was 30, I pretty much was like unfaithful repeatedly, even in relationships. So it wasn't even like I was waiting till I was single. Yeah. And the two most serious relationships that I've had in my thirties, one was for five years. One was for basically two. I was engaged in the five-year one, um, cracked. Like I did all my transformation 
in life and in those relationships, those two relationships. Mm -hmm. And those relationships got me to see like who I wanted to be as a man, along with the work I was doing on myself. It wasn't those relationships. That was just the playground. And it got me to see a lot of like how I choose women and how I choose like to be the fixer and how I choose um, a lot of like from ego and vanity and things like that. And and up until my 30s, I didn't know if I wanted to like get married, have kids. Like I just was like, I don't know, you know, and first relationship, five-year one made me go, oh, I, I can do this. But I was like picking it for the wrong reasons. And then the second relationship, I was like obsessed. I was so in love and we didn't match up in a way that made any sense. Like we could, we were just polar opposites of life, but we had that the feeling was like incredibly strong, like the mm -hmm. passion and the love. Yeah. And when that ended, you know, I did went through the process and, and whatnot. And I, over the, since I've been single since then, I've, I've had this like, man, I really, I don't really want to be single. Like I, mm -hmm. like it used to be that I would enjoy it. Right. Oh, I'm out of a relationship. Let's have fun. And I've noticed I don't want to be single. Like I want to be in a relationship. I want to be in mm -hmm. love. Like I'm craving a partnership. I mean, I'm craving mm -hmm. like, um, being able to help lift somebody up for what they desire and them being able to help lift me up mm -hmm. and like being able to co-create a life together and, um, and feel like being unstoppable with it, with another person, not that you couldn't do it alone, but that when you take like, you know, if you took like Superman and Wonder Woman and put them together, like how strong is that? They're great on their own, but when you put them side by side and say, now go attack the world, it's like, Okay. Now it's nothing can now it's completely unstoppable. Mm. Um, and so, so fast forward to, uh, in 2020 friends booked to have a wedding booked in Tulum. I'm dating someone in January of 2020 when this wedding gets announced, I'm like, do you want to go with me to Tulum? She's like, of course I want to go. She's looking at Airbnbs, right? The wedding was <laughs> going to be at the end of the year. Um, her and I broke up. We had bought, I bought the tickets. Her and I broke up. I got back together. Go Wait, hold on. I just want to make sure that we're all tracking the details here. When, remind me when this was that you were yeah, like January hey. 2020, pre pre COVID. Oh my gosh. Okay, January so, 2020, and the wedding was planned for when? I think it was November of 2020. Okay. Okay. This is me. Yeah. I had not put this together. I'm like, cause in my mind, you know, like I'm good friends with you. So I'm like, yeah. this thing has been on the books forever. What? Well, the? Yeah. yeah. And okay. and it's, and because of COVID it's, it's right. The relationship things are different. The the wedding is different. So yeah. I was dating this girl. We, I booked the flights. We, we were like, we can wait on the, you know, we hadn't figured out hotels and whatnot or Airbnbs. Well, we ended up breaking up like two months, two or three months later. I ended up getting back together with the ex that I was with for like two years. And we were together for most of 2020. And then, so she was going to go to, with me to this wedding. And then in the middle of 2020, they obviously canceled the wedding because of COVID, right? right? Like everyone else had to. So at this point, let's just recap. I really want to slow this down for my listeners. So at this point, you have had two women say, yes, I will go to, I, let's go to Tulum, Alex. Yes. Yes. Okay. Just so that everyone is really tracking this story. <laughs> so, and then at the end, so then me and my ex broke up in, in October of 2020. And again, now the wedding hasn't been rescheduled yet. And in like January or February, I'm like wondering about these tickets for the flights and they're planning the reschedule and they're thinking they're going to do it in October of 2021. So I've been single for like a few months now. Right. And I go to the airline and the airline went out of business. 
And I'm like, okay, so now we have two women who have said yes, who are now not in the picture. We have a, a wedding that's been rescheduled. And now we have an airline that has gone completely out of business and the tickets are gone. So about a month or so, I'm guessing it was March. I met a woman through like kind of mutual friends on like actually on Facebook and Okay. Yeah. So we're fast forwarding then to March, 2021. Yep. yep. So you have now purchased, you've had two women say yes to this trip. Yep. Those are both gone and one, two, a, a set of tickets that is now gone. no longer valid. And yes. you have yet to repurchase the tickets. Yes. So okay. then, so then in March, I meet this woman through friends of friends. She, she, we hang out. We're like really in, you know, it seems like we're really into each other. And I'm like, Hey, I want you to go to Saloon with me. And she is super excited. She like tells her mom, like it was like a, it was like a, you know, it was, it was cool. It was exciting. And then I, and then in that moment, I was like, wait, I need rooms because I hadn't booked. So I booked this like amazing treehouse resort on the beach. And she's all excited about this. You know, I'm just, I'm doing all this. And she's just kind of seeing it now. She's all excited. And it wasn't more than like a few weeks later that that ended. Uh, and it kind of like spontaneously ended. Like it wasn't, it just, it just ended. It like kind of all imploded at one time. Mm -hmm. it, ha it, it imploded <laughs> as fast as it got, as fast as it got started. So now I have three former invites, <laughs> a four, four sets of tickets technically, because two are gone, but now I actually have hotel rooms booked too. And there's a wedding. So at this point, my friend who's getting married, me and him work on some business things together. We start joking that like me going to his wedding is like the NFL draft. Like who's ri rising in the ranks, right? Like these, like who's going to get the number one pick? Who's going to get the seats on the airplane? And it's like kind of a joke. And I'm going on all these dates. It's like insane. Nothing's turning out to be anything. And right, this was in March. So now we're jumping months forward. And my friends, some of my closest friends are betting how many women are going to get offered these tickets? Like, it's like a whole thing. Well, no one else has been offered the tickets. Three people. Yeah, I mean, to be clear, I remember this entire time giving you a lot of shit about this. Yes. Continue. And now we are what it's July, June. Oh, in, I even did at one point I was dating so much, not just not for Tulum, but because I want, I want something. I want to find something that I was like, no more dating. I'm going on a detox. And I flipped the whole script the other way, which was an absolute failure. I last I lasted three days on a de on de detox of women, um, which was a great learning experience. And I got to flesh that out in therapy. And we can come back <laughs> to that if you want. Oh God! But let me so I can wrap this up yeah. for people. Basically, it's now July, or July is coming to an end. I'm sitting in a bar in Santa Barbara with my cousin, who's one of my best friends, and it's just like, man, maybe I just shouldn't pick my own women. Maybe I'd like where my, the place I'm picking from is not supporting what I want. And she goes, I'll pick your women for you. And I'm like, well, like we get a hinge account and you run it and you send me on dates. She's like, yeah. And then we're like, what if we just did this for Tulum? What if you picked who went to Tulum with me? And it was a joke in a bar and it got left there. And then the next day it kind of was more of a joke. And then jokingly, I posted this on Instagram and I got, and I thought like, Hey, I have two tickets to loom. I, I thought somebody like you would be like, take me with you. Right. Like my friends would be like, <laughs> which I have said multiple times. Yes. And I got lots of friends, but if I wanted to take a friend, I would just ask them. I wouldn't make a whole thing out of it. Um, and all of a sudden I was getting people that like I had crushes on people that like from the past were like, Hey, I'll go to Tulum with you. And then it was like, wait, what just happened? And then on, I posted the same content on Facebook and within an hour, there was like 50 to hundred comments, 
girls tagging other women, like you should sign up. This guy's great. Go to Tulum with him. He's giving away a free trip. And, and quickly my closest friends were like, um, I want to be involved in this. Can I like help decide who goes? And within basically a 24 hour period, a website was put up, which is the dreammason.com slash the Tulum trip. And if you go, so if you go to the dreammason.com, you can't get to it just by going there. You got to go to the dreammason.com slash the Tulum trip. Okay, that was I was looking on your website and I was like, where the hell is this? Yeah, so um, I couldn't make so it we'll just put that. Yeah, we'll put that in the show notes, everybody. If you want to go, you should go take a look at it. Continue. Okay. And the website went up and then it was like, my friends were like, I want to be involved. And all of a sudden I had five friends that were like, I want to help you choose. And, and I was kind of, I asked one or two of them, like, do you want to, I think you'd be good to help with this. And the next thing we know, I had this moment of where it's like, man, because I think like a month ago I applied to be on The Bachelor. And I had this moment of like, wait, I want a partner. I want to create a life with someone. I want it. I like want to be on the bat. Like I want to have this be a fun experience. I'm not, yeah. I am not committed to like going on bad dates and like hustling for this, which is why I did the whole detox thing. Yeah. And I'm also not committed to sitting around hoping that the universe drops a lady on my balcony. And I was, and I went, let's, and I, in the moment it was like, Hey, we created before we even thought we made up basically the bachelor for me, a personalized experience and put it online, got it out. And I don't know what the numbers are, but what I saw today, you'll die in five days. My website traffic is up 4,000%. Um, and my social media, like, I didn't expect any of this. I got asked to do an interview today for a course on love. Um, like there's all these things and there's yeah. actually like women that are like sending in applications yeah, to go to Tulum with me. So give us, so let's, um, if there are ladies who are listening who are like, okay, well this guy, uh, I mean, I'm intrigued. <laughs> Can you vouch um, for me? Like, I'm not going to, you're, I'm not going to okay. murder anyone. There's not going to yeah, be. Alex will not murder anyone. <laughs> no, Al, I told you, I texted a few girlfriends earlier today and I was like, Hey, this is really fun. My friend, Alex is awesome. You should apply for this. Like if you have desire for it, you know, because I know deep down, like you're, you're like my brother, right? So mm -hmm. It's a funny, so talking to women about you being in relationship, right? I'm like, this guy is just all love and clever and funny and, you know, mischievous. <laughs> but, you know, most importantly, I know how committed you are to your own growth and looking inward and, and I have personally been in, you know, inside of conflict with you and come out the other side, mm. you know, and been able to like really feel your heart. Thanks. You're welcome. Yeah, thanks. That means a lot. Um, mm. It's, it's, it's. When you saying that the best part about this wild experience, and maybe like all of this was for this, I remember in, it was probably only a week or two in there, uh, in therapy, like within the last month, um, my therapist asked me to practice receiving. 
Mm. We, we had conversations about like, you know, whether it's sexually, I'm like, a, I'm not a receiver. I'm like, it's all, everything's giving in life. Right. If you yeah. were like, can I, if you were like, can I take you to dinner? I'm like, well, I got to buy the drinks. Like I can't, I just, it's hard, even compliments. It's really hard for them to just land. And she just yeah. asked me to really, and all of a sudden I was like, okay, I'll take this on. And then randomly within a f- moments, people were taking me to really expensive dinners and all these things were happening. Mm. And this week, more so than anything, forget about like, look, I, I can't not, I can't not pretend that my ego doesn't love that. Like people are like wanting to go to Tulum with me, right? Like from an ego sure. place, but from a heart place, which is so much bigger, people yeah. like you have been willing to share this A uh, mutual friend of ours. Um, who owns a, a really big company posted this like to all her VIP members of her customers, like 8,000 women. She was like, single ladies, this is a thing. And I vouch for this guy. He's amazing. I'm rooting for him. Someone should go. And I'm like reading the comments of these like groups of people. And this went out to other groups. Other people shared this in other groups. And I want to say like 99%, first of all, the people that shared it were like saying what you kind of what you just said to me, like really spoke to like who you know me to be and who I've worked so hard to be. And that like, really, like I can, like, I feel that, like, it feels like, like, it feels like heavy love. Um, Mm. And then I read what people are saying. And, you know, we live in a world where like, people are nasty and harsh and everybody's like worried about everyone else's life. You know, I was thinking about like Simone, this happened at the same time where Simone Biles pulls out of the Olympics for her mental health. And there's people that are like good for her. And there's people that are like shitting on her. Right. Right. And it's like, my thing is like, wait, nobody comes to your job and shits on you and you don't want to do your, when you don't want to go to work that day or whatever. Right. Like leave, let people like live their own lives. But I was so present to like 99% of the things that were being said Mm -hmm. about me or about this were like wow, how brave is this person to just like put themselves out there? Um, Mm -hmm. This guy looks so sweet. This guy looks like all these things that I've been like working, I want to say so hard for like seven years that like is being reflected back. And and that's not why I did it, which is the coolest part, right? I did it because I want to fall in love and I want to find somebody to have an amazing relationship with. But maybe the thing that I really needed was like, hey, you don't actually have to do anything. It's just like who you are is actually enough. Which is such a gift, right? Ah, Alex, that feels so good. Yeah, wow. Um, This is such a gift to be digesting this with you. Um, You know, because I've, you know, I've been following along. We've been texting this week and stuff, but to feel the impact that receiving this much love is happening on you it is so expansive i wonder if you i wonder what you would say to this too because it it also flips on you at times right like when you're like getting you i almost feel like you can have like moments of od like you can od on love because right it's it is creating chemical reactions inside of me right like we're we're like i'm getting stimulated by like all these things And then there's moments where nothing happens or there's moments where let's say a slew of people apply that are like, let's just say they, they don't fall into like maybe what I would prefer, or maybe they're like far, very far out of my age range, right? Like none of Mm -hmm. there's, there's nothing wrong with anyone who's participating in this game with me, right? We're all playing Mm -hmm. a game together, but then your, your brain gets involved and it's, and it like flips the love on you. 
And mm. it's like, wait, there's not enough. Where are the people? You know, the first day when we put this up, the first few applicants that came in that like actually like that apply, that sent in, I should have been like so grateful. And I was like, I like my, and look, this is clearly not from heart. It's from ego, right? It was like, yeah. I don't want to go out with any of these people. What's wrong with me? Like, and I was like, am I ugly? Like, why are people not? And all of us, and it was like, I was like, ooh, this is like that darkness that like, yeah. that's like that, the darkness that we were talking about, but like out of control, right? Now it's like fucking with me and not letting yeah. me just enjoy like, hey, there's people that actually think you're great and you could just be with that. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, the thing I, that I hear in all of this is the, like the word I use is havingness. So uh, this happens with, with our energy where, you know, you're in, you're in a practice right now of expanding to receive love. And then sometimes you hit your having this, meaning like your energetic capacity to literally receive. Right. And then it's like, Oh gosh, I'm full. I don't, I, oh, like I'm, and if you don't actually move that energy through your body and alchemize it, then you just have a bunch of stuck energy. You have a bunch of stuck love. And, um, and so you act, so in order to keep receiving more, you have to move that through your body. It's such good. It's such a, you say that really, really nicely. And in the sense of it's actually what I've been like, something I noticed, I was lying in bed last night and I went, man, your routines that you're normally really on have been really off this week. And mm -hmm. I mean, you know me, I, I think yeah. well, we'll take self-care is like in my like wheelhouse of I'm like, besides like the physical exercise and I'm basically a vegan I meditate. I walk on the beach with my dog. I spend tons of time just playing with my dog. I do a lot of like stuff outside in nature. Um, and I, and I make sure that I do things that like source me and I surround myself with people that do. And I noticed that this week I'm like hijacked by all of the attention and the love. Right. Mm -hmm. And to your point, I'm not actually doing the things to, to whether it be move the energy or take care of myself so I can be with it all. Um, right because I'm like overwhelmed and cons consumed. And I say overwhelmed, like in a really good way, uh, you know, overwhelm isn't a good or bad thing. It's, it's mm -hmm. like, there's, but yeah, it's, it's great that you put that in the space of like, Hey, you do need to go back. I, I, by opening up this can, I created, I expanded my life. Yeah. And yet, but then the things that hold up my life, I like, I like put them in the closet and was like, I don't need these right now. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's gorgeous. <laughs> um, mm. So tell me what you desire in relationship. Do you want me to get out my list? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I would prefer to speak to your heart. Um, there's so much, there's a lot, which is why I like actually have it. I have it like written down because I think there oh, is. A yeah. Lot. Um, and, well, I, and actually, I, do I want, can I just pause you for just yeah. a second? Yeah. Yeah. Just to clarify for anyone listening, I think we made it clear, but just to be like overtly clear your intention with this 
is to find someone that you would be interested in, you know, becoming partners with long-term. Like that's your, that's your, that's your desire and your ideal scenario, right? You're not, I I, I just want to be clear about that because, you know, people hear like, oh, free trip and (laughs) Tulum and I don't know this contest and this guy is doing this thing, right? And, and so I just want to speak to the deeper thing under that, which is like, you have a desire to create a long-term partner through this process, potentially. hundred percent. And I, and I, and I had this, you know, I, I had the thought of like, we do this all the time, mm-hmm. right? We go to a bar with the intention of like, maybe meeting someone we go on a dating app you know, we go to a friend's house who's having a party and like, we put ourselves together, like maybe we'll meet someone, right? Whatever all the dating rituals that we have in our world, we go on shows like The Bachelor, you know, or Too Hot to Handle or whatever shows that (laughs) you're into. Um, And that like in a, to a degree, like I've done all those things, right? Mm -hmm. Like I've done them all and I've done them all. I want to say like fairly well and a lot of time, you know, and like, like, it's not like I did things one time. And so, yes, at the end of the day, love, partnership, a life with somebody is what I want. And I think there's a dual, like, I want to have a good time with, right? Right. So if, if let's say you were the woman that got chosen, like you're not, you're not part of this, but if you were the woman that got chosen and we realized in Tulum, Hey, we're not a match. My hope would be that we could just have a great week together. Like as friends, like we'd become Mm -hmm. friends or maybe like you'd be two people who are like, Hey, I'm going to go do my own thing. Like what, right. Whatever. It doesn't matter. But that the, at the end of the day, my hope is that the person that I, we would get matched with, I, there's a, there's potential there, right. There's, and we're not, and to be super clear too, we're not sending me on a blind date. We're not. Yeah. It's chosen is not meeting me at the airport. Like surprise, this is Alex, this is whoever the, the way that we're kind of hashing it out and it's all happening so fast. We haven't figured it all out, but it's like, people are applying. They have like essentially an application. And then the judges who are my friends who are actually the ones making the decisions, which we didn't really say there's that oh, part yeah. too. Um, they're making the decision on who, because I'm like, maybe I shouldn't choose who I go out with. I make bad choices. Yeah. Um, so, and it's also, again, it's just different. It's just trying something different because I've never done it like this before. And we're with that, yeah. the goal is that we'd have, you know, maybe like five finalists or something at a certain point in the near future, two weeks from now, three weeks from now, whatever. And then me and those finalists would like FaceTime. We would do phone calls. We would meet in person if they're in Southern California. And then we would, and then the, 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 the pickers, the choosers, right. I'd tell them about the date. They'd tell them about the, right. They, we would like narrow yeah. it down. There'd probably be some vetoing, right. If they're like, you have to go out with this person. I'm like, I just, I'm not feeling it. I probably could veto, right. We're, we're working out the kinks, but it's yeah. not, but I think it's important that me and whoever gets the people that get chosen, like, we're going to want to go on this together. If, yeah. if at the end of this experience, like there is no person, right. We don't drive then we're not going to make someone take a trip with me. I don't want to take a trip with some, right? Like that's not the point. The point is fun adventure and potentially something much bigger and much more expansive. And look, it's all in the vein. We didn't create it this way, but now afterwards it's like, it's in the vein of some great rom-coms that like (laughs) this could be a romantic comedy, right? Like this could easily be a movie and it has flavors of like other movies that have been done before that we didn't realize it just happens to be like that. Oh my gosh. 
Well, and tell me, um, what is your friend's reaction? Uh, the guy, you know, P.S. Someone's getting married. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I can imagine. Well, you you told you said that like it's sort of been a joke with him. Like, oh, who is coming to this wedding with you? <laughs> it, it was a joke for a while. Right. I'd go on a date and I'd be like, man, I really like this girl. She's moving up the ranks. She might get the she might get asked to Tulum. Yeah. Um, and and he would we would we have calls like once a week for this uh, for a different business that I, that we have together. And we would always start those calls with like Tulum updates. And he sees all this him and his fiance who like she loved me before this. I don't know how she feels about me right now. Um, yeah. They saw this on social media basically for the first time. And then I jokingly texted them. How are you guys feeling about this Tulum reality show thing? Which was probably a mistake because they are seeing this. Then I text that and they're yeah. like, oh, fuck no. He can't bring cameras to our like. Like, this is our wedding, right? Like, you can't show up and, like, create a show, which that was never, there's no show. There's absolutely no show. That's not the thing. Yes, I'm going to, I'm, like, going to vlog this experience and, like, document it all. But it's not, there's no cameras following me around. There will never be cameras following me around. I'm not interested in that. It would ruin everything. But that's what they, right? So they had a story made up in their mind about what was going to happen to their wedding. And we never talked about it. So yesterday we actually got on the phone. Okay, let's be honest. Let let me just pause here for a second, Alex. <laughs> yeah, this yeah. is fair. Totally just fair. To be, totally <laughs> to fair. be like, okay, to see on social media, like Alex is running a little, I don't know what you want to call this, a com competition that feels a little masculine. What are you calling this? A contest? A, a, it's a, no, let's call it a game. Let's yes. call it a game. Yeah, yeah. Alex is running a game and, oh, this person's coming to our wedding. Okay, yeah. If I were the bride, I would be a little, um, I would be a little shocked by this. Mm -hmm. So that's fair. Okay, so you talk, 100%. You talk to yeah. your friend. And you know, if if we want to go into like the mindset of how, you know, we talked about how we are, my first reaction when they like kind of, you know, he was like, dude, you know, for like without all the words he said, he was basically like, dude. <laughs> um, and I had that like, I can do whatever I want in my mind. I didn't say this to him, right? In my mind, I'm like, I can do whatever I want. The wedding's one day. I can bring someone to, you know, I was just like went back to like a very old dated Alex. Mm -hmm. And um and it was like, you know, I, when I paused and, and it was like, Hey, I hundred percent understand. Right. You guys are mm -hmm. totally, first off, let's be, let's clear this up. There's no show. There's no cameras. This is actually what I said to him. I was like, dude, this is actually about love and dating. And it's no different than me using an app. It's no different than me finding mm -hmm. a girl in a bar meeting for a friend. And we got it. We got off text. We got on the phone yesterday and we both, they basically were like, look, we don't care about any of this. We just don't want you to bring some random person who you like, don't even know who might cause a seat, right? They're like, they don't know, like they could cause yeah. a seat and they could be at, to our wedding. And I was like, a hundred percent. I don't want that either. So first of all, if that's the case, this won't happen, right? Like we're, if the intention is yeah, right, yeah. the intention is love. The intention is to find someone. And I think when he heard that, he pretty much said to me, dude, I, we don't have any issue with that. Right. Like, yeah. 
And and worst case scenario, they even said, how come we're not involved in the picking? It's our wedding. <laughs> and to which I went, you know what? Maybe that should be like the final round. Like if there's like two or three people left and it's like, hey, you have to talk to the bride and groom. And it's like, would they want you at their wedding? <laughs> <laughs> so it's, yeah. Right. Like it's, but I, I think to, yeah, your point, we I had to, I had to do some cleanup, right? Like I made a little bit of a mess unintentionally, yeah. Um, but I didn't look at, I was, I had all my energy focused on how I was reacting with people online, like the comments, like what I was saying. And I didn't actually have a lot of focus on where the ripples of this were impacting other areas of my life. Um, yeah. you know, and that, and I wouldn't say that's the area that was like the biggest, mm-hmm. you know, Yeah, totally. Um, Okay, I want to just paint the picture. Like if there's, you know, ladies out there who are like, okay, I'm curious about Alex. Um, What is the what is the life that you want to create that you desire to create with a partner? Like, what do you imagine Mm. for that? Um, the most fun, safe, um, and secure roller coaster ride you could be on. <laughs> and the reason I say that is because I love, I'm like, I mean, we've talked about this. Like I am obsessed with a relationship being passionate and having heat mm-hmm. and like, like I, it's not the best word because it just has a bad connotation, but I like want to be obsessed with the person I'm with and I want them to be like obsessed with me and I'm super independent and I want the person I'm with to be super independent. Um, but I want that like independence to be like, Oh my God, I can't wait to come back together to share what I went and did on my own with my partner and Mm. them to have that same thing that, um, and I say roller coaster because I don't know that it's possible for a relationship to not have ups and downs, especially over the course of like time. But I think that like the way that you could have those ups and downs could be pretty incredible, right? You spoke to you and I have had breakdowns in our relationships and those breakdowns have actually made us stronger, right? We've become closer and better friends because of those really low drops or maybe the really high highs, right? Cause they have to go, they go with each other. Yeah. And and, when, and that's why I started with like fun and safe and secure, right? We're locked in the, in the seat of the roller coaster. Nobody's worried about the person flying out or leaving or getting ejected. And we want to be there and it's a good time. But we know that in that good time, there's going to be like really high highs and really low lows because that's life. Yeah. Um, so that's like, the, I guess, the, the energy that I want. Um, I said to somebody earlier today, I want passion and I want heat, but I don't want anyone to get burned. And, you know, like, um, and same thing, like even, I mean, if we flip that the other way, it's like, I want, I don't know if you've ever jumped, you have jumped in cold plunges before. Oh yeah. I freaking love cold plunges. It makes you feel so alive. So it's like to the other extreme, it's like, yeah, I want to go just as much as I want the passion and the heat. I want that like bitter cold that wakes you up. But again, I don't want the hypothermia or the frostbite that comes with it. Uh, And I think that's where like you're in a unhealthy relationships, you get burn and frostbite. 
healthy mm-hmm. relationships with partnership and communication and a foundation of yeah. love. And I think both people operating in their masculine and their feminine, not just like the woman is her feminine, the masculine is ma- the masculine, but like you actually like have like a dance where sometimes the man is more feminine and the woman can be more masculine, but there's a nice dance that you could create it where, Hey, we get heat and we get that cold, but none of the frostbite or the burn in terms of lifestyle. I, I like want to live in nature. I do not, I can say this pretty, I do not want to live in a city. Like I don't want to live in New York city or Tokyo or, you know, like, uh, uh, like a, a center of a downtown. It, and it's mostly because I love nature. Like I want to be able to put my feet in the sand every day or walk into the woods. And I'm not a, I'm not a hermit. Like I'm not going to live in a, in a cabin in the middle of nowhere without other human beings. Um, mm-hmm. I want to be with somebody who can, who sees possibility. I, you know, when this, when this showed up and there were people that told me they wanted to go, right. They're like, mm-hmm. I want to go on this trip. The immediate reaction, right. Was they want to go. And then what happens just like any other possibility, right. They're like, well, what about work? And what about my dog? And what about, what about, what about, what about, what about, right. I'm like, that's not the kind of person I want to be with. I want to be with the person mm-hmm. who says yes to this trip. And yes, of course you have questions, right. You obviously need to know where, you know, where to show up and how long it is and whatnot. But the idea that like, I'm going to figure it out and I want a life with somebody that we can say yes first and then figure it out. Mm -hmm. So whether that be to let's move kids, do we want to travel? Where do we want to live? Right? Like if you're going to buy a property or a house, like let's say yes first and then figure out the details and make the shit we want happen instead of the being like what most, what you and I know most of the world to be, which is right. Like, well, I need to make sure everything's figured out. And then I can tell you if I can go on this trip or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Oh, I love that. Okay. And then hmm, the other question I would like to ask for the ladies who, who might be interested in our listening um, is, I totally hear you on the, like, you want a balance, right? Both partners are going to be in their masculine and their feminine at various points. And there is a, uh, there's a dance that you do. Um, and I would love to hear how you like to handle a woman who is in her feminine. How I like to handle there's, there's, <laughs> are we speaking like sexually? Uh, like, what are we, where do you want me to go with this? Where would you well, like it could be sexual, but it's, I, the intention of my question is more broadly, like what it looks like, right. When, a, when a woman is really fully in her feminine, how you navigate a space with her and support her and hold her in her feminine? It's so, it's, it's a great question. And it it feels really broad because we're, there's, it feels broad because we're not in an actual situation. Like there's nothing actually like happening in the moment. Right. So I'm trying to like, there's so many ways Mm -hmm. someone could show up in their feminine and how would I be? Mm -hmm. Um, So Mm -hmm. it's, it's tough to answer, but I think, um, Can I, I'm just going to, I'm going to answer this the best way I can. Um, to me, feminine is like creation. Feminine is like circular. Feminine is, um, is, uh, 
is is like a space where things are created, born, produced, nurtured, grown, um, expanded, established. Mm-hmm. Um, and I say circular on purpose because I think what's what I, my favorite thing about feminine is it's not masculine is like a straight line. How do I get from A to Z? And feminine is this like the, that straight line doesn't exist. Um, so that like circle, you have a program called the cocoon, which is perfect because a cocoon you would think would be right, like circular or like oval shaped. Um, to me, the, I think the only way I can answer, like really answer without being in a situation is like, I think it's just being in it with somebody. The masculine response to to lots of things is like, how do I solve it? How do I fix it? How do I get it done? And I think that if you're going to be with somebody inside of a feminine space, you're like being with them in it. There's nothing to do. There's nothing to move. There's nothing to necessarily like, um, mm-hmm. there's not necessarily action to take. It's mm-hmm. like heart to heart connection. It's like gut, it's love. Um, it's breath. Um, there's physical, yeah. there's like contact, like physical contact, like touching, but not the, again, not, not necessarily sexual, just like physical yeah. contact. Um, yeah. Such a tough That's question. Beautiful. It's like a really, I mean, I hope, <laughs> I, I hope, I think I answered it, but. <laughs> you rocked it. Well, it's a broad question really intentionally. And, um, and thank you for letting me and all the ladies out there just feel your heart. I mm. love that. Yeah. Um, let's see. Is there anything else that you would want women to know about you, women who are interested in this, uh, that you'd really want to make sure that they know? Um, well, I think the, I think the biggest thing that you get, if you're in my presence and you, I feel like, you know, this, you get like a very raw, direct, like authentic, I think, I think raw, authentic, strong, masculine. Mm -hmm. That's going to not like, it's going to like, I'm going to show up and hold that. And at the same time, you get like a feminine vulnerability and creativity and, um, Mm -hmm. intuition. Um, and I think gentleness that I honestly think like my this is my own take is like, it actually scares a lot of people away. All of the combination of the two. Cause there's like, you, you see one thing and you get something that's not necessarily, I still look the way that I looked when we first met, right. The tattoos didn't go away. I love my, my like jewelry. I dress pretty similarly, but what got softened was me, right. That's all like just decoration Mm -hmm. that I like. It's like the way I like to decorate, you know, your house, but but the the house itself, the like space is like warmer. The space is like softer. Yeah. And I think I think that's hard for some people to be with if you're not if you're not secure, if you're not grounded, if you don't really know who you are and can't and are unwilling to own it. I think I can be like tough to to show up in your space. Mm-hmm. Would you agree with me? Uh, it's so interesting because I'm like, oh, I don't know. It's uh, I'm just surrounded by open hearted men, you know, Mm. (laughs) 
And so, so I'm just thinking, but I can imagine sort of being just anyone in the world and coming across you and sort of seeing the way that you dress and seeing how you are and then being like, wait, what the fuck? This guy is like wildly available in his heart. I can imagine being uh, surprised Mm -hmm. if I didn't know you, but because I know you, I'm like, oh, this is just, this is my friend, Alex. Like, this is, (laughs) I'm going to be able to feel his heart. You know, he's going to tell it to me straight. He's going to give, you know, launch a few jokes my way. And then I'll tell him which ones I like or don't like, you know, it's my, my, it's, it's, I think, I, I don't know if I shared this with you, but I, I think I did. I, I think I was like better at dating and like the, the dance with women pre-transformation better is a weird word to use, but like, I was like, let's just say like more successful. And I was, I was talking to my mom and one of our mentors about this. And our mentor was like, well, yeah, you like grew, you're different now. And the kind of woman that you would be into would be different now. So yeah, you could go back to your elementary school and play sports there and you'd be really good. Or you can like play at this level and it's going to be different and challenging until, until you, you don't have as much experience at at this kind of, let's say level of awareness and romance and dating. And, uh, I was talking to my mom about this and you've met my mom before, I think. Um, Uh Yeah, and yeah. my mom's a marriage and family therapist, and my mom, my parents are still together. They've been together for I don't know forty something years. And my mom said to me recently, she goes, "I would be terrified to date you." <laughs> and I was like, and <laughs> "Thanks, I was like, mom." When I was like, "Why?" She goes, "It's not bad." She goes, "You're just like really direct, and you know what you want, and you're really secure in that." And she goes, "And for a lot of people, that's just like really scary." And I yeah. and and I was like, "Oh, that's the thing that I was saying is like, oh, I should go pretend." to be like the old way. Mm-hmm. So people aren't scared. And then to our mentor's point, it was like, no, fuck that. Like, <laughs> like, what do I, what have I been saying? Recently, I've been saying like, I'm too much and I'm waiting for a woman to bring her too much to meet my too much. If too much is too mm-hmm. much for you, then like, it's not going to work. <laughs> oh, I love that. Yeah. I'm waiting for a woman to bring her too much. This is great. I, well, and I think, you know, I think a lot of women can identify with that. So I cannot wait to see who the lucky lady is. Do you have any other details that you would like to share with my listeners about this, uh, this, this game that we're playing? Um, anyone can, there's no, I mean, look, you have to be over 18, right? Like it's just, let's just, <laughs> let's, let's be legalities here. Um, Aside from that, you got to have a passport because it's Tulum and we're leaving the country. Um, uh, you have to be single and female. Um, that's kind of like the 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 the, mm-hmm. the ground layer of like, hey, if I want to apply, I have to meet those things. Um, you know, uh, people have been like, hey, what if I have kids? It's like, hey, whatever you want, right? We're not excluding anyone from like saying I want to go, and. Yeah then obviously we're gonna, the, the goal is right. We said good time, adventure, fun, love. So if the, my friends don't think, and my friends, you, you know, actually most of them, right. We have, yeah. we have two women on this panel that I don't know. I, I think they would identify as queer. They're, they date men and they date women. Um, yeah. we have one woman, my cousin, who's is straight. We have one man who's straight and in a relationship and we have one man who's queer and in a relationship with another man. So like the panel is like super diverse in terms of like people's relationships and sexualities. And they're all very aware 
intelligent people. Um, and again, they don't, this is not a joke. To, they're not like, let's sabotage these people's lives and mess them up. They want this to go well. So that I think that's it is like, hey, if you're interested, it's like throw your hat in the ring. Um, the worst case scenario is like your life is exactly like it was. <laughs> Nothing changed. Um, we're not going to like reveal your identity or anything. And uh, please be single. I've, I actually have already had one man reach out to me that said his girlfriend applied and that was his reason. Now he can like break up with her, which is wild. So uh, bizarre. So bizarre. Um, but yeah, apply. And and then we send, and again, we're, we're like, you know, we we're sending out like a questionnaire after. And then I said to somebody, Hey, you're going to get to like vet me also. It's not like we're going to be like vetting only women. Yeah. And then it's like, you just have to not know who I am. It's at, at you know, after we get, we kind of stopped taking like these applications, then we'll let people that make it past, you know, the first round or two, well, they'll get to know me. They can vet me. I was actually thinking like having them pick a friend of theirs and their friend can like interview me. Oh, hot. Okay. Right. Like, so it's fun. Yeah. Yeah. Like I want, like, that's the only, I think you'll love this. Like the only thing we can control is the fun, right? We can't go falling in love. So it's like, Hey, let's play for fun. Maybe we get love because that's what we want. But like at the end of the day, let's like, let's, let's play with the one thing we can control it, which is fun. Uh We can manage that. So let's do that. And then we'll leave the results to themselves. Yeah. (laughs) I love this so much. Um, Okay. So it's the dreammason.com backslash the Tulum trip. We will put it in the show notes. Is there a deadline that you have established? Not yet. Okay. Not yet. This, well, so I'm, it's, we're recording this like right at the end of July. Um, I'm thinking in a couple of weeks into August, cause we need to have enough time for us to like go through, like choose who's yeah. going to move, you know, whatnot. We got to get to know each other. They got to, you know, there's vetting and all this. Um, so I would say if people want to do this in those first two weeks of August, yeah. They want to submit if they want to find out more, like just straight up about me. There's been like a lot of women who have actually like gone to my Instagram, inspirational Alex. And a lot of them have messaged me. They're like asking me questions. People have oh, been great. like, Hey, I, I want to apply, but I'm not sure what's your stance on this, you know? And I'm like, I'll give you the oh, answer. Great. All right. You know? So send them a little slide into those DMS ladies. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. And then anything else you want to share? If uh, people listening to this are like, wait a minute, maybe I want Alex to be my coach. Uh, Anything you want to say, or what would you like to share about that? I think I'm your inverse. Um, I'm all about like (laughs) desire and passion also, but me, I think me and Kaylin do it different in the sense of, I like want, I want those people who are like real, like, I really want like the A type, heavy, heavy, masculine. Most of them are men. And I know you almost mostly work with women. Yeah. Um, And most of my clients are men, but there are some women that fall in. But I think what we do is different in how we do it. But ultimately, we're actually trying to get the same result, which is people to live lives that are passionate and fun and desirable that they love. I, You speak to it as like desire a lot. I speak to it as like, I want my life to feel like I'm on vacation every day. And if I can help my clients feel like every day of their life is a vacation, that'd be pretty awesome. Mm, I love that. So dreammason.com or on Instagram, and uh, we'll put all of that in the show notes as well. Okay. Well, any, uh, any final words of wisdom, Alex, before we call it, call it a day? Uh, Can I tell people what you were, can I give people a little like, (laughs) like, 
I like, I love you. You're the best. I mean, oh you're, my we, gosh. I, I love that. I love that. We are like, we are like brother and sister at this point. Um, <laughs> Uh, can I tell, can I give people a little, little okay. on, on you? Okay. I'm totally, I mean, you know, how could I say no to that? So I, I think it was, it was, it was funny. Cause recently you asked me some questions about you, like in terms of your singleness mm-hmm. and dating. Yeah. And I was like, Hey, this is actually really hard for me because I look at you and I don't think sex. And right. I know that when I look, when what I'm looking at, other people do see sex and they do see like, like, yeah. like passion and, and all sorts of like, I want to say like raw sexual desire, like emotions and feelings, but I don't look at you like that because of our relationship and how long we've known each other. Um, and I love that you were like, cool. I still want to know, but I say that I say that because even though I know, like, that's not how I see you, the, the, who you are now to who you were when I met you like seven, almost seven years ago or whatever, six, seven years yeah. ago, whatever it was, um, like people you don't understand. Like you might see her with her little like flower, like flowery or, or kitten, like, you know, yellow, purple and red, like kitten sweaters on. And, you know, you said to me buried in a pile of scarves, but like this woman was like perpetually in tears and not tears of like joy, like tears of like, like stressed out. It's so hard to hold this thing together. Um, you, you were like stiff as a board. I describe yeah. you as like, you were a lot. I mean, I say like sexually, you were in a straight jacket mm-hmm. um, and who you are now. And it's right. It's not like 20 years went by, right. We're talking like, <laughs> like uh, five years, six years, seven years. Um, the freedom you have, the like joy that mm-hmm. you have. That's the thing I'm like, so present to is like you, even when you're like going through rough patches, which again, we all will, it's like, there's joy, there's pleasure. There's like knowing that you're going to get to go with the other, that other thing, that other part of the roller coaster. Um, and to me, like if I can un- become an asshole, cause I think there's a lot of guys that were like, that are like me, you know, yeah. sports bars, watching sports, chasing tail basically. And yeah there's a lot of women like you that are so powerful that like they could rise to the corporate chart, you know, corporate ladder, you would have gone right yeah. to the top of the corporate ladder and been miserable and suffering. Yeah. And to, for you to basically say, Hey, I could have done all that, but like, what kind of life would that have been? And mm-hmm. now you get to create a life where you're still going to create as much of success, if not more, but like you're enjoying it and you're loving it and it's free. <laughs> and now you're like letting other people have that, which is so cool that, you know, women are seeing, I know women without dropping their names that like are seeing what you're doing. And they're like, she's like in her most, she's in her brilliance. This is her, this is her mm. genius area. Mm. So kudos to you. Good job. Oh my gosh. Thank you, Alex. <laughs> I really, really received that. Yeah. And it's so meaningful because, uh, yep, you were there. You were there. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here today and for sharing sharing this gorgeous desire that you have, for sharing your heart. And um, uh, yeah, it's just it just feels uh, it feels really, really good to be with you in this way. Thanks. You too. Thanks for co-creating it with me. Absolutely. Letting letting me request (laughs) it and making it happen. Absolutely. All right. Bye, everybody. 
thank you so much for listening in today. If you got something from this episode, please share it with someone in your life and pop on over to iTunes to give us a five-star review. I'm so committed to more people custom creating their sex, relationships, and lives from desire. And this podcast is a big part of that. If you have ideas for the show or want to learn more about working with me as a coach, head on over to my Instagram at Kaylin McDuff or my website, kaylinmcduff.com. See you next time.